there's a responsibility when you are famous and when you are known yeah. and people have made babies to your music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Woke up to your music, yeah. <laughs> dance yeah, to yeah, your yeah. music, get married to your music. There's a responsibility you have. How would you describe that, especially for our culture? I think my responsibility is to be honest and true and allow people to know that being perfect is not the thing. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. celebrities behind the scenes it's refreshing authentic the whole story specific life altering events to shape the person that you hear we got a champion and carry champion hey girl you did it it's the greatest in sports and entertainment connecting with us hey everybody la-di-da 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 y'all like my new rap well that isn't me but i love that right It was beautiful. Okay, I'm glad you do too. Speaking of love, so apropos, I I don't know. I think it's too soon, but I've been talking to my producer, Treble, and I said, I think we should talk about love. I believe this episode is about love. Ah! And this isn't a help show, but it is a help show, right? Our guest, Anthony Hamilton is known for his sultry sounds. He's known for baby making music. He's known for talking to these women when the men ain't right. He's also known for simply saying, ladies, give us a break. I know we messing up, but we trying to get it right. There is something about Anthony Hamilton's music, which is why he's been around and has lasting power. It's something about his music that narrates the struggle of black people, black people in love, black people trying to empower themselves, Black people just trying to be who we are in this moment. This is an education, because if you're not black, I need you to listen. You can learn. You can talk to us. You can meet us where we are. Because he actually taught me a lesson about myself without even, wow, without even knowing it. There are something about two words that I can't stand. I don't know why, but I do know why. (laughs) Bear with me. Making love. When I say those two words to you, how does it sound? Making love. Since I was 
an appropriate aged adult. And I'll repeat that since I've been an appropriate and appropriate aged adult who could quote unquote make love. Those words always bothered me in whatever intimate relationship that I may or may not have been in may sounds correct. Um, (laughs) when someone says, let's make love, it makes me cringe. Like those two words sound corny and uncomfortable. And immediately what I feel, even as I'm saying this to you right now, as I sit in my office and do this podcast, it says to me, I'm uncomfortable. Did you just say making love? Like, don't say that. Now here, I don't know if this is the elegant hood lady in me. Uh, You want to bang? All right, cool. You want to make love? Whoa, whoa. Everybody stop right now. Bang? Yeah. Make love? No. Ho, 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 ho. I'm being naked and I'm being honest because I am damaged, clearly. (laughs) Anthony Hamilton makes it so clear that making love is when he is his most naked. And I'm not even talking about the physical act of taking off your clothing. It is when he is his most vulnerable, when he releases himself. Because when you love someone, they know who you are, good, bad, ugly. It's an unconditional love. At least that is the idea of what it should be. What we're conditioned to think could be something totally different. But I don't know about you. I realize now after this podcast and after talking to him and, you know, I'll share more. The reason why I'm so uncomfortable with the words making love is because <laughs> I don't like to be vulnerable in that way. Now, yeah, I'll be ratchet. I'll break it down a bit. Hey, <laughs> but do you like making love? I'm like, wait, hold on. What? And, if, and I'm not saying that I've never done that. I've probably had one partner where I can really say I've had that experience. However, <sighs> those words... Help me, Father. Help me, dear God. Get me right. What is wrong with me? It's hard. And that says so much about how hard it is for me to heal and to love again, which is why I have Anthony, because his music has gotten me through some tough times, ladies and gentlemen, because I know we got some fellows listening. But I now want to discuss his naked quality without cringing. That is making love. Eek! (laughs) Welcome, Anthony Hamilton, to the podcast. When am I naked? Making love. Yeah. Making love, being intimate. You let it all go. You you at your highest vibration. And I think at that moment, you're there. There's, There's no hiding. So enter Anthony Cornelius Hamilton, a 17-time Grammy-nominated artist. My favorite, you know, you guys didn't ask, but my favorite is Charlene. Because when a woman's fed up, you get what I'm saying. Um, I appreciate, I really, truly appreciate Anthony Cornelius Hamilton. He grew up in North Carolina. And the thing about Anthony is that he knew at a very young age that he was special. His voice was obviously in the church, but there was something about his voice specifically that resonated with women. He doesn't describe himself as a male feminist, 
but I truly believe that his music represents so much for so many women. And in that right, I consider him a male feminist. Take a listen as he describes when he knew he had something special. And it wasn't until, you know, I got a little older, 13, that I realized I really can sing uh, when the girl starts saying, oh my God, you can sing. So <laughs> wrote my first song at 14 and won a few talent shows and, and got the ear of a guy named Dizzy who introduced me to Mark Sparks, who then took me to New York back in 92. And I got my first record deal in 93. And a series of events happened. That record deal fell apart. And in between the 93 to 2003, I was just in a, almost like a washing machine, a record deal washing machine or something. So imagine Anthony, as he just mentioned, gets his first record deal in 1993. In fact, he says he had what he calls the washing machine of record deals from 93 until 2003. He was always on the verge of just about being the next big thing. He was always told, hold on, hold on, here it comes. But it didn't come. Could you imagine, and this is not unfamiliar. We've heard this story so many times. You name an artist, they have this story. But Anthony had to really put his head down and focus. And with that focus and removing all that distraction came a lot of sacrifice. The first time it happened, I was okay. I had faith that, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. So I began to just look for the next deal, the next thing, doing writing gigs, doing backgrounds in the studio. I stayed up there and I just kept grinding and made sure that everyone that crossed my path heard my voice. I'd sing for, I'd sing for a cat, hamster, whatever, like I'm singing, somebody gonna hear me. So Anthony moves to New York with all of these dreams. Y'all know, big, bright lights, dreams, I'm going to make it. If I'm going to make it here, I'm going to make it anywhere, right? Those are the dreams you have when you move to New York City. Imagine this young kid from the South with this beautiful big voice thinking, I'm going to do it. But he spent nearly a decade trying to make it. But what happens when you're in that moment? Imagine being so hungry for your dream that nothing can stop you. And I mean literally and figuratively. Anthony wasn't living good. I can relate to that. You can relate to that. We've all had a dream. And no matter what it takes, we do what it takes. I don't care if I don't have a penny in my pocket. I'm going to sing for whoever going to hear me. Well, at least that's what Anthony says. There's a guy by the name of Mark Sparks. It's important to introduce him here because Mark was considered the Harriet Tubman of the South, appropriately, he would take, according to Anthony, over 200 artists, he being one of them, move them to New York City or help them in New York City, if you will, survive until the big deal came that one day. Mark Sparks, he was like the Harriet Tubman for, for over 200 people that he brought from North and South Carolina and took them to New York. He made sure we ate. And there's some days we had to wait a long time because he was out making whatever happened, happen. And so we'd get up, change and go buy pizza and just get a water. We'd swap out shirts. You know, we'd put on two T-shirts and the top one, someone else would wear the next day. And then we rock the one underneath and we we'd break into the studio. Uh, the Elaine brothers had a studio called Concrete. It was on it was on Broadway and. 49th between 48th and 49th and so that's where we we'd break in nightly and sleep there 
Anthony Hamilton's story, like I said, is not different from so many other stories. He has done it all. It took him nearly a decade to really make it, if you will. His debut album, XTC, which is ecstasy. You see what I did there? XTC was, I guess it was fine, right? But I, I believe it was 2003 that really put him on the map. He went outside and he worked with Jermaine Dupree. And you all remember Charlene. I'm not a singer, but I'm hoping my producer will put that in. But Charlene was on his second album, Coming From Where I'm From. Charlene made it for me. For whatever reasons, it just registered. And that is when we met Anthony Hamilton. But when everything started to take off, it was like, wow, I had no idea that uh, it was going to take off the way it did. And it was a it was a slow build, but a powerful one. I'm, I'm happy with that. I didn't get it all at one time. It's been stretched out over some years. It allows the music to kind of just marinate in people's spirit and their, and their hearts and become part of their family and uh, their history. It's not a fly by night sound. It's not sonic noise. It's actually music and medicine for people. And I think um, having time to develop and to grow into myself, people get a chance to grow with me. Whereas you come and go with fame that's overnight and it, and it leaves overnight. Lasting power is such a fabulous gift. It's a rare gift. And anybody who ever performs in any capacity, hell, for that matter, anybody who has a damn job, you want to have lasting power in order to be a success. And so I often think about Charlene. While when I first heard it, it just hit me. It touched my spirit. It felt as if it was meant to be. It felt soothing. It felt relaxing. It felt as if it was telling a story that I needed to hear. But that wasn't my struggle at the moment, obviously. I, will, I wasn't dealing in that way. So to me, there was something about Anthony Hamilton's music that felt like medicine. And that was the only way that I could and he could describe what he was trying to sing about. It's steeped in, you know, stories that are, are real, real people, um, real things that happen. And there's family in it. There's a uh, church in it. There's uh, there's a glass of wine in it. There's some bourbon in it. You know what I mean? There's, there's some fried fish and coleslaw and tater salad, greens. It's in there. And, uh, you know, that, that's what you want to have. That's what, that's what I want my music to be. I want it to be that honest place you can go to just embrace it. And uh, a, a lot of times we run from life because we're afraid to embrace it. And uh, you never give it a chance to 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 be yours. You, you kind of sweep it, sweep it under the rug. And, and, and music allows you to have that moment. And it's intimate and it's uh, it can be private. You know, it can be so many things for you. Um, but music allows you to be brave enough sometimes to go there or scared enough to not go there. And uh, I think music, you know, you know, when a woman's fed up, you don't, you don't want to go there no more. You know what I mean? More with the Grammy Award winning artist, Anthony Hamilton, right after this break.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When a woman's fed up, like I listen, I don't know a woman ain't been there. When we fed up, we yeah, 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 done with your shit. We ain't dealing with your shit no you more. Know, We're man. done. We can't do it. We can't do it. <laughs> no, it's too late to talk about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. when a woman's fed up. Anthony Hamilton is still talking to us and singing more of him after the break. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And when a man gets to that place, you know, I don't know why you're doing this, Cheryl, Shirlene. I don't know why. I don't know why you got to keep keep treating me like this. I ain't going to take it. <laughs> you shouldn't have done it that way. I don't mean no harm, but I got to say it.
Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When are you at your most vulnerable? When are you naked? When am I naked? Making love. Yeah. Making love, being intimate. You let it all go. You 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 at your highest vibration. And I think the, at that moment, you are you you hit you're there. There's, there's no hiding. Yes, I've become naked plenty of times in lyrics. Uh her heart. I had a habit of messing up, staying out late, getting drunk. That was me. That was me cutting up. To me, that's a simple ass answer. Being in love, making love, that's when you are your most naked, right? But that's not easy for everybody to do. And that's why he's been touched with that voice and with that ability to really talk to us when we can't even find the words ourselves, but his music can. I also asked about love in a different way. Anthony Hamilton has six black boys. He has six sons. Imagine raising six young black men in America today. This summer of racial reckoning, this summer of racial renaissance, the summer that allowed us to see that we have not come far as a country really hit home for Anthony Hamilton. He wrote a song with Tamika Mallory called Mercy. He appeared on the Grammys with DaBaby in which they wanted to make sure that social justice was front and center as they performed. He also did a performance on Soul of the Nation. All of this is to say that Anthony is well aware of what is happening in our country, but still believes that love is the answer. You just got to be honest with them and show them examples of those who, who feel that way um, and uh and allow them to be familiar with that that spirit. That spirit speaks, and it and it makes noise, and it and it's a certain color, and, it's, and it and it has a different demeanor um, than those who appreciate you. And I want them to be be careful, you know, going to and from. Be careful. My 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 um my message to them is to get home safely, and we'll work out the rest. You get home safe. You know, we don't have to ego bash. We don't have to, you don't have to compete with ignorance or, or evil. Get home safely and we'll work the rest out. We'll patch that up. But you come on home safely and, yeah. Until freedom 
will fight by your side. I know you hide your pain with your pride. You don't want pity, but you damn sure deserve a little mercy. Until, until, till you walk to my shoes, you can never ever sing my blues. That song is a, a, a song written from a man from a man who's experienced life and who's seen things and who I've seen other men afraid to take time to just just to let their shoulders down and just open your fist unball your fist for fear of being looked at as being weak that that man needs that time that time he needs that mercy he needs that forgiveness he needs that that love I wrote that song for him and I wrote that song to remind women that when he does that and takes that time don't look down on him he's just resting that's when you rub his back you rub his head and you pray over him and uh and, and let men know that it's okay to take that time and just to be to cry to be scared to be you know to to recharge whatever whatever you need those moments are important because we deal with a lot it's a lot to protect provide and, and to cover your family Especially now that, like you said, the renaissance of, of the racial renaissance is, you know, being televised and it's been, it's activated. I think Anthony's really touching on something that is really important in our culture, specifically for black folks. That's who I'm talking to right now, black men and black women. Uh, there is such a divide between us in so many different ways, especially though, when it comes to relationships. We constantly find ourselves fighting ourselves. And what I mean by that is I always hear black women saying what black men aren't doing and black men saying what black women aren't doing. Anthony is simply saying in so many words with that song, Mercy, is that black men have it hard and we sometimes need to give them grace. I know our struggle, sisters. So if I hear you and you listening to this and you roll your eyes, I know our struggle. But it's hard to be a man and not feel as if you're being respected or loved or cared for. And the only time that you can really feel that is from the person you love. But here's the hard part, which goes back to the beginning of the podcast when I was talking about when I was talking about making love sounds corny. We have so much trauma and we need to heal so much. It's hard for us to be honest about making love, being in love, talking about love, unballing our fist. Real talk, I, I sometimes sleep with my fist balled. That is a direct result of the trauma and the toughness and the pain and all the bullshit that I have to deal with day in and day out. I love what Anthony is saying. Give our black men some mercy and in return, they'll give us the same. It's hard to love a hurt person because hurt people hurt people. But sometimes the onus is on the one who's healed. And usually is us, black woman. We are healed. Anthony Hamilton's naked quality is that he's most vulnerable when he is making love. <laughs> and he truly seems to understand that word love and what it means and how to feel it and experience it and the way that he describes it in his music is so important for us our culture because it really puts 
some type of solve on all the problems. It really puts some type of bow on the pain. It medicates the hurt. It narrates our stories. It makes us feel better about the struggle. Uh, I'm grateful to have him on the podcast, but more importantly, I'm grateful to hear him talk about what it means to be in love and make love. Hopefully, I won't cringe every time I hear that term, making love. Sounds odd to me. I'm damaged. <laughs> to be in love, it's it's a beautiful place. And, and if it's balanced, and it's been balanced all along, it's the freest place ever. It's the safest place. And uh, it's sexy. And it's, it's moments of, uh, yeah, moments of uh, euphoria. You know what I mean? And that's just from just vibrating and loving it and just sharing in a place where you can, when you're feeling safe, you feel covered and safe. That's the best place to, that's the best feeling. It makes making love better. You know, it makes taking a walk better. Hell, even arguing, just get a little sexy argument. <laughs> you see, you argue with me so sexy. <laughs> You argue so sexy because that's we need, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I want to thank Anthony Hamilton for coming on the podcast. I want to thank T Money, it's my producer, for talking to me about what the kids say when it comes to making love and, and, and getting me right. I wasn't kidding you guys. This podcast is truly just an adventure. Um, and it is me being honest. And hopefully you, in the same way, can be honest with yourself. Uh, I know why those two words confuse me and make me uncomfortable and I only want to do it with whoever I want to do it with. And I'm not talking about it, sex, it talking about those words, <laughs> but making love, making love. See, I said it, making love, making love, Ugh. making love. Nope, 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 not there yet. I'll, I'll get back to you guys. I am not there yet. Thank you for listening to this edition of Naked with yours truly, making love, making love, la di da di da di da di da. Still cringing, still cringing, making love. Have a good one. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.